You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. What are you doing pushing the buttons? <laughs> Look, they might be a good footy team, but that's a horrible song. That's a great song. No, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Don't like it? No. Okay. There you go. Uh, welcome to Sports Day. Uh, Sats and Jace here. Uh, so my badge is on three weeks' holidays. I've, I've kind of tag-teened him out of Bali. I like how badge doesn't travel during the year to call games, yet he gets the first three weeks after the season off. Well, he's buggered. <laughs> he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't see. Does he? He does, like <laughs> timing out, <laughs> complaining, coffee making. He does. He buys the muffins. Like, have you brought any muffins in today? My wife supplies all the snacks in here every day in the she office. Does. Yeah, but they're healthy. They're paleo. <laughs> there's like, yeah. you know, there's no sugar in them or anything like that. <laughs> How are you, Sat? You must be pretty happy after that. Uh, yeah, I am. Very final. proud. Very, very proud. Um, and it's such a dominant display also. 28 points to 12. I think in years to come, you'd look at that scoreline and go, oh, that must have been a pretty close grand final. But I don't think the scoreline reflected how dominant the Penrith Panthers were. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. But... Um, also, you just came back from Bali from three weeks. How was it? Oh, good. I yeah. didn't get arrested. Um, three weeks in Bali's a long time. It was good. Mm. You did know you get me. A tattoo? I no, I didn't. Did you hire a monkey? <laughs> no, mm. I did. I came across across a couple after a late night out in a bud. Yep. I stayed near the monkey forest. So they're just everywhere. Mate. Yeah, it's frightening. I screamed like screamed like a little twelve year old girl. And Ubud when a monkey ran towards me. He asked my wife. It was horrific. I did yeah. go for an early morning walk one day in Noosa Dua, and I was just walking down the road. It was like 6 a.m. Yes, I went for a walk. And, I, and this, that was my last one. I walked down, and this monkey just jumped out of a tree and stood right in front of me on the road. And I went, I'm going the other way. He, oh, he's going to mug me. Mm. I was going to get mugged by a monkey. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. But no, nah, mate, good holiday. Good to be back. Jesus was a... A couple of sad days ago, it was the worst day of my life when the swans... Oh, yeah, and so oh. you watched the swans and, and the bunnies get beaten two sad days in Bali, in a bar in Bali. I oh, know. I watched... Yeah, I saw bits of the South game in a bar. I stayed away from the pubs because they were packed. Yeah. Mate, there's so many Victorians over there. Yep. And there was too many Geelong supporters. So I spent 30 bucks streaming the game. It was the worst 30 bucks. <laughs> I wanted a refund by the end of... Mate, it was a good trip. I say, Badge is going over there now. So we've tag-teamed at the mm. airport. He doesn't go to Bali. He goes and surfs at some Uluwatu. remote island. It's on, no, no. It's, I think he's going to Uluwatu. No, him and two of his mates are going to an island. Oh, are they? And then coming back to the mainland. They're so not going to Ireland. They, no. They live <laughs> off the grid for quite a while. Oh, 
how good! Can is you it? imagine going three weeks with with badge, oh, and being confined in like a with no electricity? With no <laughs> oh, could you imagine playing cards with him? Oh, he'd argue with. He'd you. be the greatest ca- card counter because mm. he's so good at numbers. He'd be a card counter, I reckon. Yeah, you know he corrects all our spelling. Imagine yep. Scrabble. It'd <laughs> be a death in Bali. I'll tell you that much. Hey, we're going to talk about the World Cup announcements today. Uh, obviously, with the, well, yesterday it was. For the Rugby League World Cup, geez, that New Zealand team looks good. T20 cricket is back. Really? Tomorrow night. Cricket season starts tomorrow. Was well, that the BBL? No. What, what starts? International T20s. Oh, does Aust- it? Australia playing West Indies in a T20 at Metricon. Really? Then we play them on Friday at uh, the Gabba, and then we play the Poms on Sunday at the... Hang on a second. I live on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And I haven't seen one advertisement for the game at Metricon. I think it's advertisement. It's advertisement, advertisement. <laughs> and hot topic tonight, uh, the Panthers squad, the best team in the modern era. Some of the boys think it is. Mm-hmm. You might have something to say about that. For expert car service, book uh, your local Repco authorised service centre. This is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Right, time to get an NRL update, Sats, uh, for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Of course, we weren't on air last night, so there's a bit of stuff that we need to to cover uh, from the NRL Grand Final and this moment in particular. Kick through, it'll sit up two for Simonson. He's over the 30, Simonson gets past the Ferrari. Here's Edwards versus Simonson. Oh, Everywhere, every piece of commentary has referred to that Dylan Edwards tackle mm. as the Scott Sattler tackle. It couldn't happen to a nicer kid as well. I mean, he got the Clive Churchill medal, which was much deserved. He had a hand in two tries. He um, was outstanding in everything that he did. And, and now he's got a, a bit of a moment that's going to, you know, that's going to be you know, remembered when, when they talk grand finals. It was an outstanding performance by a very quiet, introverted young man. And... Um, I've got to say, it did it happen right in front of us while we were calling the game, myself and Brett Kamali, uh, Joel Kane and, and Timmy Manor, and next to us in the in the very next commentary box for ABC was Luke Lewis, who of course yeah. was in my team that night, yeah. and he was the guy that missed Todd Byrne, who ran away, and, <laughs> and he was banging on the window, and we've actually got some footage up on the SCN League um, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter handle and you see him banging on the window trying to get my attention. It was a, it was a really cool moment actually, and um, it's just great. The Dylan Edwards, I've got to say, and I've said this a number of times over the last couple of nights um, when asked about it. It actually reflects his career. He's had to fight really hard to get credibility in the game, and the last two years he's finally getting the credibility he deserves through hard work. So yeah, it was a, it was a great moment, really about, big moment. What about that stat? And this is not a crap stat, by the way. That mm. I it was not even a stat; it's a fact. That has this been talked about? Uh, Sattler's cover tackle on Roosters winger Todd Byrne was adjudicated by NRL touch judge Glyn Henderson. Now yes. I hate talking about touch judges. Yeah, I think they're a waste of time. Yep. But Nineteen years later, Dylan Edwards' try-saving tackle on Parramatta's Bailey Simonson was adjudicated by NRL touch judge Phil Henderson, who is Glyn's son. That's wow. That's a wow. Well, it's just a tackle in a game. Like, what? Why is it? Why is it a wow? No, that, that – well, but it wasn't just – it was – I mean – It would have been different if your son, Jack, tackled 
Now, I suppose it's a it's a major talking point of the grand final. It's, it's a crap stat. <laughs> You've declared it, have you? Crap stat. Well, it was a good moment because, one, they were leading comprehensively, we know, yeah, but what yeah. it did do, it proved that they were a side that are desperate, that they don't want to let any, any points in at all. Yeah, I get that. Right, that's yeah. just a great tackle, yeah. and I'm a massive fan of Dylan Edwards. But that's a crap stat. Like, oh, about the father and son. Yeah, of the had linesman. it been had it been Jack, who no chance by the way. If it had it been Jack tackling Simonson, then you go, wow, <laughs> the son of Sattler and the are you son saying of that the just because the touch judge? Yeah, yep. I hate touch judges. <laughs> They're a waste of money. Honestly, take their salaries and put them into junior development. Yeah, that's what I say. So then, who runs the line? You don't need to, man. Don't need to. Just no. honesty, honesty system. Well, the third, the third. If you referee, think you put your foot out, you just go. Ah, oh, sorry. The vi- I put my foot out. The video ref calls everything else. Why can't they do the touch judge? <laughs> I mean, more stoppages won't. Like hurt we the said, game. we should have an electric, like an electric fence on the sideline. As soon as you put your foot on it, electrocuted. <laughs> or on that movie I saw years ago, your head blows off. It got, so you wear this neck brace, and you only give it to wingers. <laughs> And if you touch that line or go over it, your head just explodes. Kids would love that. Kids would go, Dad, can we go to the footy tonight? I want to see Xavier Coates' head get blown off <laughs> if he oversteps the line. Oh, you got a solution there. Thank it's you. good. Thank you. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the on the celebrations of, of the Panthers? James Fisher-Harris, first of all, this is what he had to say. I just want to say, for our sons. And Appy Corusal, who's off to the West Tigers, geez, aren't they happy about this? <laughs> He's this to say. Just to go out on a high like that, um, it's pretty incredible. And probably do the same thing in Tigers. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose to the winner goes the spoils and. And when you're full of adrenaline and then, then you just add a little bit of alcohol, um, you can brag all you like. And there's nothing wrong with um, a lot of the, uh, you know, the poached match. It doesn't matter whether it's the Panthers or any, or any club or any team. You know, the goggles they wear, so the champagne, which is a, a real NBA thing. And then you've got the, you know, the cigars sitting back and flashing the rings. That's, that's all fine. That's all fine. I, I, thought, I thought Appy's little comment, which is a sledge at the Tigers, who are really easy – target at the moment because of the way they've performed over the last few years. I thought it was, I thought it was a little bit disrespectful and poor. Uh, Isaiah Papali at the at the Dally M's was asked to blink twice if you're going to the, still going to the Tigers and he opened his eyes really wide. You yeah, know? But I, I, I just thought that was humour. Yeah, it, it, That's well, humour. I, I think it's poor humour yeah, when, you're, when you're dealing with a team that is doing its best to try and sign some star players and change its, change its past. And I thought James Fisher Harris again. Um, yeah, you know, same parish suck. Is a little sucks. Is a little bit like uh, Alfie Langer in nineteen ninety two when he said St George can't play, and they started getting the crowd <laughs> to say St George can't play. It's funny. It can be a little bit disrespectful. Um, I, I didn't like a couple of those comments. The Appy one about the Tigers, and then Fisher Harris saying Paris suck. And you know, although you dominate your opposition, I still think you got to have a fair bit of respect for them publicly as well. I mean, you wouldn't see Melbourne Storm doing that. Yeah, to the teams that they've beaten in the past. No, they did do some other stuff. Well, they do. Beat them. Yeah, but they they got – didn't they get in trouble after the grand final in a hotel room? A few of the players? Did they? Never heard about that. Are you 
Are you telling secrets? Uh, what you, the white powder scandal? Oh no, yeah, but I'm talking but, about that's that, that's behaving themselves, isn't it? No, that wasn't after a grand final when you're disrespecting your your opposition and. I got no problem with the Parramatta sucks thing. I think that's 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 rivalry, mate. Mm. I, I, I got no issue with that. There is, I suppose, there is as well. You know, there is that that Western City rivalry between yep. Penrith and Parramatta, and as I said, to the winner goes the spoils. Um, but sometimes I just think you got to got to show a little bit of humility as well. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. One of the greats from the Panthers. But I've got to say, I've got to say, 99% of the season, and you talk to a lot of, I talked to a lot of journalists throughout the year, you cannot fault these guys. They are so good with the community, so good with the, with the media, but just add alcohol. <laughs> and, <laughs> and adrenaline. And adrenaline. And adrenaline, yeah, and it, it, it can bring some of the best men undone. Right, thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. This is Sports Dave, the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Can you believe it? The World Cup kicks off uh, Sunday week. That's the T20 World Cup, and you can watch all the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Loving KO. Jeez, I missed it while I was away. Oh, so couldn't, they don't have it in no. Indonesia? And I tried and tried and tried to work my way around mm-hmm. stuff. To watch it, but outstanding, outstanding. I love it, mate. I just get up in the morning, watch the NFL. It's fantastic. Anyway, uh, we all know how KO works. Mal Meninga, he's picked his World Cup score. Well, he's not a selector, right, Sat? So he technically didn't pick the team. He announced the team. Yeah, he still has a say. He yeah. still has a say, yeah. But the key selectors are Lockie and also Laurie. Is it Laurie? No. Um, Lockie... I can't remember. Darren Lockyer, I think, uh, Laurie Daly. I think uh, the selectors. And they if, picked the Clive Churchill medal winner too now. And if there's a deadlock, yep. old mate Peter Volandis actually gets to have the say. No. Rugby league. Are you serious? Yeah, he, wow. he's, the breaks, he's the tiebreaker. Wow. So anyway, the, the squad is Josh Adokar, Matt Burden, Regan Campbell-Gillard, uh, Patrick Harrigan, Daly Cherry Evans, Cleary, Lindsay Collins. Good pick, Lindsay Collins, isn't he? Surprising. But good pick. Deserves the spot, although injured a bit this year. Ruben Cotter, Angus Crichton, Tino Fasua, Malaawi, uh, Campbell Graham, Harry Grant, Valentine Holmes, Ben Hunt, Liam Martin, Mitchell, Latrell, that is, Cameron Munster, Cameron Murray, Jeremiah Nanai, uh, Murray Talungi, uh, James Tedesco, Jake Travojevic, Jack Whiten, and Isaiah Yo. Pretty good squad. Good now, squad. Shows a lack of depth that we've got in the front row. I thought Matt Lodge should have been picked with his back half of the season. Uh, Lindsay Collins knocked out in, or- in Origin 3, knocked out again in regular season, missed a lot of rugby league due to concussion. Um, came back from a knee injury from last year as well. So um, it's it's a great accomplishment for Lindsay Collins, who's going to be a really good young front rower, or he's a good young he's front tough. rower. He is. He's very tough. He's big and he's mobile. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of front rowers that have pledged allegiances to Samoa and, and Tonga, of course, and for the World Cup. So it's shown that... Our, our depth in the front row is probably what is it, it's, it's exposed, that it's probably not at, at, its, um, at its highest. Uh, but in saying that, um, your front rowers are Regan Campbell-Gillard, Pat Carrigan, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, Tino Fasul-Malawi, Jake Trebojevic. I would, think, I would think that Tino and probably Regan Campbell-Gillard would start. Yeah. Would start. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good squad. I've got to say, I, I think it's going to be one of the most – Challenged World Cups 
because you've got Samoa have put together a tremendous side. Tonga have put together a tremendous side. I think it's the best side I've seen New Zealand ever put together. Uh, and I've got to say, this Australian side is good, but it's not – I don't think they deserve to be the – the short price favourites they are, put it that way. No, I, I agree with you on mm. that. Uh, I'll be – I mean, they'll make the top four. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll get they'll, through – I semis. think they'll get through the final. If they win, I don't know. I if don't they know win both that. their pools, well, they meet New Zealand in the semifinals if everyone goes through winning their pools. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't I don't think they'll – I reckon New Zealand asserts to win the World Cup. Mm. I mean, mate, I was reading the Tonga team today. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. I think the teams that will struggle will be Australia and England. I think they're the two teams. I even looked at the Irish team. Victor Radley's in that side, and a, oh, no. and a couple of you know that that's an angry mob. The you Irish team, Zach Lomax, is, yeah, it's a really good side. <laughs> it's an amazing. Uh, uh, Teddy deserves the captaincy, right? Absolutely does. Now, Daly Cherry Evans is the current or was the current Australian captain, but he actually had never played as an Australian captain. He was named to replace Boyd Corden, who was the last active Australian captain. Because of COVID, of course, Australia yeah. hasn't played. So, yeah, you, uh, it's it's not a, a really big re- replacement. So, yeah, Teddy's Teddy's led his side for the last two years beautifully, the Roosters. so What I do about like about the squad, there's two vice captains, and they're both New South Welshmen. So Cam Murray and... Isaiah Yo is yeah. actually a vice captain as well. Yep. Now, interesting, those two will be fighting for a spot, the same spot. Oh, yeah, they will. Cam Murray may play in the back row and... Um, Isaiah at 13. Yeah, and... It's yeah. a little bit interesting. Like the Kangaroo Tours, 1990 Kangaroo Tour, captain was Mal Meninga. Yep. Vice-captain was Ben Elias, and he was, it wasn't even in the first test. Kerrod Walters was. There you go. Yeah, because he was the captain of New South Wales, he automatically well, became the vice-captain. And that doesn't happen anymore, and I think that's what a lot of people are upset about today, is that, well, you should have a captain uh, and a vice-captain, but all the leadership team, all from New South Wales. Very mm. interesting there. The other the other thing I want to point out is the number seven. Surely Nathan Cleary gets gets. Cherry first Evans will get first, first shot. Really? Yeah. Mate, his team's lost the last eight games. Doesn't matter. But hear me out on this. And by the time they play a game, he wouldn't have played for three months. No, true. But that's why he'll get first shot, so he can get a match under his belt. Uh, he was really good. Actually, he was really good in the President's 13 game, Prime Minister's 13 game, Daly Cherry Evans, while you're away. He's really strong in that. So now he's the incumbent. Okay. He, he'll get the first shot. And because Origin was won by Queensland and he was the that successful. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it is because Mal Meninga has said it's classed as, you know, the highest, right. the highest, other than playing for Australia, it's the. Uh, it's probably the most intense game of rugby league you'll play. So, and he won at that level, so he deserves to get first shot. I'm bit, and I'm a South supporter, so I've got one red eye, one green eye. But I'm disappointed for Damien Cook. I can see why he didn't get picked. I don't think he's had a tremendous back end of the year. But he hasn't, think, had, he hasn't had a bad year though. No, he hasn't had a bad year. But when you have got Ben Hunt and Harry Grant to choose from, it's you know you probably don't need another. Another hooker. Well, the Rabbitohs went further than both of those teams mm. as well. So yep. you would say that he's had a better year than those two. Individually, but. Mm. Mm. It's team sport. <laughs> Don't risk missing all your team's matches at the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. This is Sports Day for Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. 
Uh, before we get into the Panthers discussion, and I want to get Scott Sattler's opinion on this because um, a lot of people, including some of the players, the Panthers, suggesting uh, it's the best team. It is the best team ever of the Panthers. Um, I want to encourage you to go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbecues this summer. These are the best barbecues. A mate of mine's got one of these. Yeah. These are the best barbecues you can buy. Yeah. Like, they are quality. Mm, I know. Outs- they look probably, outstanding. You've got a few, haven't you, just laying around the back? A few barbies? No. A few, no. I've actually have actually got a barbie. Well, I expect that from you. Mm. You've got a smoker, haven't you? What? No, I've got, got a, both. I've got a um, – no, I don't, I don't like smoked meat. Oh, okay. No, I, um, I've got a um, – what do you call them? A thing – a spit. I've got a spit. Oh, okay. So I cook on coals. But this, anyway, this, I'd love a Ziggler uh, well, if you and push Brown. hard enough, you may get one. Okay. Uh, Icanwin.com.au. I could probably go and win it. No, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, go to Icanwin.com.au, uh, enter the draw to win that Ziggy uh, in time uh, for summer. Back-to-back premiers. The Panthers beat Souths last year, beat Parramatta this year, only lost eight games in three seasons. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, isn't it? They cleaned up this year the SG ball, the Jersey flag, the New South Wales Cup. They did a job on the Devils in the state championship and NL premiership. With the depth and the success they've had, and and this might be hard for you to answer because uh, you're a former premiership player with the Panthers, is this the greatest this club has ever been? You're talking about the entire club? Well, let's start with first grade, right? Is this like – has any other Panthers team come close to this one? No, well, stats will tell you that they're the best Panthers side. Um, would have they beaten the 1991 side? Yes, they would have. Would have they beaten the, our 2003 side? Yeah, I think they would have. I don't think we would have. We, we weren't a great defensive side. We defended with our attack. This team is a great defensive side and can score points when you need them to as well. Um, so, yeah, they're the best Panthers side without a doubt. Are they the best side in the modern era, the best team? I look at some – and I'm talking about 1998. Let's just go 1998, the the NRL, when it first started off. Um, I've got to say, if I looked at a few of the teams that have won premierships in that period from 1998, I think the 98 Broncos side would give them a real run for their money. I think um, there's been a couple of Melbourne sides led by Cameron Smith that would would beat them. Well, 2020 – when they're probably a lot younger and inexperienced when it comes to grand finals, it took an immortal, a future immortal in Cameron Smith to to beat them in 2020. And when he wasn't there, they weren't able to able to challenge Penrith. I think the Newcastle 2001 side, led by, side led by Ben Kennedy and and Joey Johns, would have given them a real run for their money as well. So there's some teams in the modern era, 1998 onwards, the NRL era, that I think that they'd be really They'd be very close games. What about those successful Roosters sides too? Well, they only had one win in three premierships, two thousand and two, and we beat one of the we beat one of those sides in two thousand and three, and the Bulldogs beat them in two thousand and four. So they would have got a good over. Uh, they would have got over the top of those Roosters sides. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but there's a couple of Melbourne sides, the Newcastle side, and I think I think the Broncos '98 side, who were just you know, they are exceptional. The '98 side, who just walk through the Bulldogs in 1998, uh, they would have given them a, a run for their money. When you start asking about are they one of the best clubs in the modern era, without a doubt. Yeah, hands down. Without a doubt. And I know it's, you know, it's it's all retrospective anyway, whatever period a club is in. 
Um, it's different to what it is now, but it's all the same because everyone's under the same rules. What they've been able to do, I've got to say, Phil Gould is not receiving the, the plaudits that he should. He went in there to the Penrith Panthers, you know, probably about eight or nine years ago now. Club was on his knees financially. He went to James Packer and asked for a $5 million loan. And with that money, he was able to set up all their junior pathways, employ really good coaches to look after those pathways, set up all their Western satellite offices uh, through Dubbo and and um, Parks and all those places where a lot of those 15, 16, 17-year-olds came into the system. They played through all those you know, SG balls and the jersey flags, made the New South Wales Cup, then played first grade. They've all hit first grade together at the same sort of age. And they've gone in as favourites for the 2023 season already. Mm-hmm. So are they the best Are they the best club in the modern era? Without a doubt, hands down, with what they've done and the players they've got coming through, but they can't keep them all. That's going to be the big challenge. Rightio, this is Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yes. What is that? Uh, we haven't become a music radio station, by the way, but uh, uh, we're doing trade radio updates because the AFL trade period is well and truly underway. Uh, thanks to Continental Ties, this AFL, tra- we can trade up to Continental Ties, this AFL trade period. That song is about um, McDonald Tippin Woody, who's one of the players who's... Retired player. Yes, who yep. could be. Anthony could be making a return to the AFL uh, with Frio leading Essendon in the race for the star. Mm. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, AFL Trade Week. If, if no one really understands what Trade Week is, and it is quite a complex system that we don't have in rugby league, and I've got to say, I, I actually don't mind it. I don't mind it. If you understand the rules and the, uh, the parameters around it, the, the Trade Week is around players being exchanged between clubs while they're still under contract. So if, Jace, you play for Essendon and you want to go to the Lions, you you try and work out a, a weather's better. Yep. Yeah. You try and work out a trade deal. Your manager between both clubs. If yep. that goes ahead, and your club says, okay, well, if you're going to take him, the Lions will say, well, we want, we'll take him off your hands, but we want X dollars amount of and dollars trades. and trades and in the in the yep. upcoming draft as yep. well for the young players that are coming through. Yep. So these are existing players who are currently at clubs under contract who can be traded. So yeah. Uh, Blake Akers has been traded from Fremantle to Carlton Exchange for future third round pick. Yeah, there there that's what we're just talking yeah. about. Um, and what else is there? Oh, reports say Essendon key defender Andrew uh, Aaron Francis has formalised his trade request to Sydney. Oh, this is good. This is good for the Swans. Uh, the former pick six has struggled to, uh, for regular senior opportunities with the Bombers, playing 54 games across seven seasons. That's all right because the Swans – Still use didn't work well in the grand final this mm. year, but they still use that money ball theory. Yep, they look for the stats. And, and Paul Ruse introduced that first coach to introduce that in Australia. Went out and met Brad Pitt or whoever the real guy is. Yep, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't Brad Pitt, uh, unfortunately. But there you have it. Trade up to Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. This is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted. A Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. We're going to let Jack, the producer, in a moment because I want to talk to him about soccer. I refuse to call it football. I'm talking about soccer. There's some big stuff going on in the EPL. And what about that 
Mate, what about that sad scene in Indonesia? 120 people dead. Did you see that? At the stadium? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. I heard about it, but I hadn't seen it. Oh, mate, it's horrific. Like, yep. kids are dead and everything. People were trampled, tear gassed, everything. It's just sad. Absolutely sad. We'll talk to Jack in a moment here on Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Tell you what, it's not a look good look for uh, soccer as we head into the World Cup in uh, November. Those tragic scenes, and Jack will be able to. Uh, we're not going to finish on this story. I want to finish on something more positive, but. Um, those scenes in Indonesia where 120-odd people are dead, including children, after they were being crushed in an oversold stadium, oh. it's been alleged. So they've gone onto the field, and when they've gone onto the field, they've run onto the field, the police have started tear-gassing them. What, to, to clear them? It must have been. Jack, did oh. you, this, this, if you haven't seen this footage, it's some of the most tragic footage I've seen. In yeah. my life, and as I say, kids have kids have lost their lives in this as well. What a, what was the go with it? So essentially, yeah, the fans were onto the pitch, and to clear them, they started firing tear gas. Now that created uh, people trying to leave, created a bit of a crush. But there was also rioting going on outside. Uh, I saw they, that. Yeah, wasn't sure whether that. I don't know the exact timelines whether that started after the event or or during. But yeah, it's left uh, a lot of people dead. Also, uh, it's left uh, some police officers have died as well. And, um, yeah, the uh, Indonesian Horrible. Football Association has launched an investigation. And as well, the uh, the president said that we need to stop all games until this is looked at. So it's just it's just a horrible, horrible scene in every way. Yeah. Hey, um, I spoke to you on the phone. I'll just give you a brief outline mm. of the conversation. I said, Jack, can you do some uh, soccer stuff for us? And I goes, oh, it's a big day. It's a big day. There's lots going on. Love to. What, what, what are you Why, excited, what, what are you excited about? I think it's just we haven't spoken since the weekend and uh, Erling Haaland has scored another hat-trick. Who? So that is his third hat-trick. Who? Uh, Who is he? Erling or Haaland. She? He's a Norwegian football player. Plays for? Uh, plays for Ikea. Manchester City. Okay. Is that the tall blonde dude? Tall blonde dude, okay, yes. Yep. Yeah. Looks like the guy from Die Hard. <gasps> yeah, no, mm, good, good, yes. good shout, good shout, mm, good shout. Yes. Uh, and he is absolutely destroyed. So this is his third uh, hat-trick at home in a row. Uh, he has now 14 goals in the Premier League. Now, to give you uh, a bit of a, a bit of a hint there, last year the Golden Boot Award, so the most goals of the entire season, yep. was 23. He scored 14 goals in eight games. How many games you got to go? 30. So you're oh, saying wow. there was 23 goals in the entire season by all teams? No, there was 23 goals. Oh, That's wow. what one person scored. No, and that was the uh, result of the Golden. Okay, boot. here's a test. What's the record? Of the most goals of the season? Yes. Oh, you've got me. You've absolutely got me. Yeah, I have you no need idea. To come in prepared, mate. Yeah, that's a good point. Off you go. Back to but your here's box. a here's this here's a stat that'll make you really kind of think about how this is. Oh. Michael Owen, he was the first player, the quickest player Former to score. English captain. Yep, yep. He was the quickest player to score three Premier League hat tricks, right? He took forty eight games. H- how many's this guy taken? Eight. Wow. He is a freak. It's or, watching him. Or- Grab down. Or are the poor. other teams poor? No. Okay. No, like he is something. We've been watching him come up through this. He's just come over from Borussia Dortmund. Is Everyone he still thought talking? he's oh. not going to be able to do Mate. it in the Premier League. They thought, it's yes, enough. the German League. He's playing it's against enough. Bars. They said he's playing against Barbers. There's no way it's that he's enough. Can do it. But he's come over to England. And that's how we finish the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Oh, what about the Adelaide 36ers? Oh, beating Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. Suns. Yeah, and I've got to say, people say, oh, the Phoenix Suns, they wouldn't have had all their stars. They did. They had, they had four of their, their starters. So all the Phoenix Suns played? Played in the match. Uh, they only played 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, that's a massive achievement. Of course, the Australian women's won the bronze. It was a heartbreaking loss on Friday night against China in the yeah. World Champs. Um, but Lauren that, Jackson yeah. was really good in her last game. She's retired again. And the other thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. is Adelaide 36ers playing Oklahoma City. Oh, that's who? Who Josh Giddy yeah. is the point guard for, who used to play for the Adelaide yep. 36ers. Crap stack. Is that a, that's actually not a stat, is it? That's a, no, it's not a stat. Just a crap it's fact. It's information fact, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go. This has been Sports Day for the Kia Sportage. Been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. He made us start the show with this, so we better finish with it. Worst song. What else rhymes with test? No, I don't like it. Paying $4 next year. We'll be back tomorrow night. Catch you then. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.